Before we get into the podcast, I just want to take a minute to tell you a little bit about our Rockstar Coaching Course. The Rockstar Coaching Course is not your typical coaching course, guys. This is an eight-week online coaching course that you as the box owner head coach will go through with your entire team together. I created this course because as much as I've gotten value over the years through courses like the level one, level two, level three, and specialty seminars, I've always felt like something was missing when it came time to translate that information back into a great class experience and in turn a successful gym. As a box owner and coach, I quickly found that soft skills like group management, relationship building, and communication skills were far more important to building a successful gym. So I created the Rockstar Coaching Course to put all those skills in a single course and to do it in a way where an entire team of coaches can do it together, not just the owner or one or two coaches going off and doing it on their own. So if you're a box owner and you're looking to develop a stronger and more cohesive team, upgrade your class experience, confidently coach less classes, and retain more members, then this is the course for you. If you sign up today, use code 7 at checkout, and not only will you receive $100 off, but you'll also receive two 45-minute coaching calls with myself to troubleshoot any area of your coaching and your team development, as well as lifetime access to the course. Head over to sevenfigurebox.com slash course to learn more and sign up. Hey guys, welcome to the Seven Figure Box podcast. My name is Andrew Frezza, and today we're gonna to be talking about the compound effect. And the compound effect is an idea that I first heard about through the book, The Compound Effect, which has become one of my favorite books and a book that I recommend for all gym owners out there, or really just anybody that wants to succeed at any level, personally or professionally. Um, and also, we recently started a book club at CrossFit Palm Beach, and we're doing a coaches book club and we're reading a book called atomic habits and atomic habits has really brought back a lot of the ideas and habits that i first learned and implemented after reading the compound effect so i want to talk about this idea of the compound effect how it plays a role in my life and how it's played a role in our business crossfit palm beach and how i've now taken this idea into this new venture seven figure box and the rockstar coaching course and how I'm applying this idea in a, in a business where I haven't really seen the fruits of the compound effect, but I'm using it to propel me forward and keep me motivated along the way. So talking about the compound effect, at the base level, the compound effect is this idea that our habits and our results are going to compound with time. As long as we're putting in the effort daily, we're constantly trying to do things and iterate and try to make things a little bit better each and every day our results are going to compound over months and years of work. And it's really hard for us to fathom how big those results are going to be to, uh, years from now today because we can't understand how massive this compound effect is. And in the book, The Compound Effect, they talk about the penny example, which is a really great example to understand this. So. In the book, the question is, would you rather have $1 million in your bank account today, or would you rather have a penny every day that doubles every single day for 30 days for an entire month? And when you think about this example, it's kind of hard to understand. Like you think, okay, a penny a day, at day two it's gonna be two cents, then four cents, then eight cents. I mean, I can see where it's gonna eventually get to something big, but you know, you're talking 15, 20 days in, it's still not that big. Right? You've put in a lot of work, 
the effort's been doubling every single day, the value's been doubling every single day, yet the end result isn't that big. And when you do the math, and you're 25 days in, you're still far less than that million dollar number that that person could have had on day one, that you could have had on day one. But when we get to day 30, because we're doubling every day, that turns out to be $5 million, over $5 million on day 30. And not only that, if that were to continue out, right, that turns into $10 million, $20 million. You've set the stage to make a lot more than someone who'd have just taken $1 million from day one. So that's kind of just a, a, a way to wrap your head around this idea of compounding. And I wanted to use an ex our example, our own gym, to show you what this could look like in a business setting, in a gym setting. And you know, the name for this, for this brand, the Seven Figure Box, that originally came from hearing about uh, Ben Bergeron in his box seminar, Business of Excellence seminar, back in 2013 when I first attended that seminar. And he was talking about CrossFit New England in you know Natick, uh, Massachusetts, not a big, big city by any means. We're generating over a million dollars a year in revenue, and I remember hearing that number and not even being able to like wrap my head around it. But when I started to think about how that was possible, and I started to kind of 10x my thinking and start thinking about well, how could we get from where we are today to that level? It just completely changed the the ideas and thoughts that were coming into my head and it forced me to become so much more creative and think differently about my business that that's where the name for this brand came from the seven figure box it's not about necessarily hitting seven figures but it's about thinking differently about your business so back then our business in 2013 we only did two hundred and six thousand dollars in revenue that year. That was our first year in business, our first full year in business. We started in December of 2012 and we hit $206,000 in revenue. So what Ben was doing at that point was five times, over five times what we were doing in our, in our little box. Take that to 2014, that jumped up to 277,000. So that was about a 34% increase from the previous year. From there, it went up to 334000 in 2015. That was a 21% increase from 2014. Then we went to 510000 in 2016. That was a 53% increase over the previous year. So we saw a nice jump again that year. And then in 2017, it jumped up to 672000 which is a 32% increase. And then this year, we just wrapped up. We just barely surpassed seven figures in revenue, $1 million, and that was a 49% increase over the previous year. And I can tell you over the course of that time, even those, no those numbers sound really large in terms of the increase, the percentage increase, there was very few times where we really felt the, the effects of the compounding in the moment. There was many times where we felt like we were going backwards. There's times now where we still feel like we're going backwards at times. But over the course of months and years, we realized we are moving forward the business is getting better and it's important to understand that and celebrate it and then also realize how this really amasses with the compound effect over time. So once we understand what the compound effect is and realize that those percentages become massive over time, it can really start to affect now the actions that we put in on a daily basis in a good way. Okay, And one of the concepts that I want you guys to kind of piece together with this compound effect is this idea of the minimum effective dose or the minimum sustainable dose. 
So Tim Ferriss talks a lot about this in his four hour work week and four hour body. What is the minimum amount of work that we can put in to get the maximum amount of results? And when I think about this in our business, because usually we're starting it from, we're starting new initiatives, is what is the minimum sustainable effort that I'm willing to commit to that's likely to have a noticeable result, okay? So notice that I'm not necessarily trying to have the greatest result. I just wanna create a positive result. I wanna initiate the compound effect. And I'm trying to figure out, based on my time and my schedule and my current capacity, what's the minimum amount I'm willing to commit to in order to create some kind of positive result and ignite this compound effect, okay? So recently, actually today, I just got off a call with someone who, a gym owner that's taking on our Rockstar coaching course. And she hasn't yet done consistent weekly meetings with her team. In fact, the most often they've met is about once every two months. So part of the Rockstar coaching course is getting our gym owners to start doing regular meetings. And we try to get every gym owner to do weekly or bi-weekly meetings. And before we got on the call, she was pretty committed to doing weekly meetings. And I wanted her to understand that that was a pretty big jump from where she was today and that it was much better for her to commit to a more minimal amount, which would have been bi-weekly meetings every other week. And then if all goes well, she can easily jump that up to weekly meetings. But if she starts at weekly meetings, it might become overwhelming. It might be hard for her team to commit to that. And then she might run out of ideas. It's gonna be hard for her to go from having a, a meeting outline and content for one meeting every two months to now having to have the content for a meeting every week, right? And we're providing the content for the Rockstar Coaching Course for every week, but once she gets done with that, she's gonna be on her own and it's gonna be very hard for her to create that content. So just to alleviate things from her side a little bit and to get this process started, I encourage her to do every other week meetings instead of the every week meetings, okay? Now let's talk about this podcast, the Seven Figure Box Podcast. This is something that, for me, the, the maximum sustainable dose for me was once a week. I decided a while ago that I was going to record a podcast and release one once a week on Friday, no more, no less, and then I was gonna do one social media post a week, no more, no less. And I've, I've pretty much committed to that since the beginning. I've recorded a podcast at Friday at 11 p.m. just to hold myself to that standard and make sure that every Friday I'm releasing that podcast. And I'm setting myself up, up for success by putting this recording in my calendar. I'm setting up myself up for success by having a microphone at the gym, having another microphone at home in my home office. So if I am at the gym and I get an idea, I can record something on the spot. If I'm at home, and I get an idea or it's late at night and on a Friday night at 11 p.m., I can record that podcast and get it out, okay? I'm using Anchor, which is a really easy service to record a podcast and immediately publish it, right? When I first started this, I was doing no editing. Now I do minimal editing and I, have, I had no intro and no outro and I still have just a very simple one at this time, okay? So how can we simplify the process so it takes the least amount of work from us today, the least amount of commitment, but it's something that we can see ourselves sustaining and potentially building on over the years. And you guys are certainly not gonna be perfect with this, and I'm still not perfect with it. At first, when I started the Seven Figure Box blog and podcast, 
I, I started working with a marketing company and I was trying to build my brand too fast too soon and I was losing too much money on it. And the thing that I try to think about now is how can I minimize the downside as I'm creating this flywheel of the compound effect and giving myself time where I'm not losing money but I'm breaking even or even making a little bit of money in order to keep this thing going. I'm not trying to necessarily make a ton of money off of it but I'm trying to minimize the downside along the way. Okay, so one story that always resonates with me is a story about Richard Branson. When he started Virgin Atlantic, he bought one plane to start and he made a deal with Boeing that he could sell back the plane after within the first year if things didn't work out. So this is someone who's kind of known for being a risk taker, but what he's actually really good at is while he's taking risks, he's always minimizing the downside of those risks. And there's a lot of things that he does that doesn't work out, but we always hear about the big wins because he's smart about not over investing unnecessarily into his ventures. So the mindset and the why behind why you're starting these things is really important. And for the Seven Figure Box podcast, I honestly, at this time, don't really care if there's a ton of people listening to it. I don't care if there's a lot of people purchasing the Rockstar Coaching Course. It would be great if people do, that's a nice bonus, but that's not my reason for starting. And my advice to you guys is that whenever you're starting something new or with whatever you're doing currently, rig the game in your favor so you can win even if you lose. And what I mean by that is find things that you can win with, whether it be things like learning or developing your skill set or creating a process that you love or that's fulfilling to you. Find wins along the way and set those up in advance where even if something fails, you still win, okay? So take this podcast. Right now, when I put out a podcast, I'm, it's a good thing if I get about 150 listeners in the first week. It's not a ton of people, but back when I was doing episode five and episode 10, I was lucky to get 30 people to listen before the first week, okay? So if I published a podcast and I got 30 listeners in the first week, that was great. Now, 150 is a great number for me. If two years from now, I'm still getting 150 listeners, I would probably stop doing the podcast and consider it a failure from that sense. But it wouldn't be a failure for me because it's not the primary reason that I'm doing it, okay? So the main reason I'm doing this, number one is to work on my skill set as a business owner. And I think that the best way to learn is to teach. And I feel like I've become a better business owner through running this podcast, through working on my communication skills, trying to clarify my ideas, and by trying to put it out there to the world and, and forcing to put it out there um, in a recording, it makes me get really clear on my ideas and it helps me to implement them better into my business. So number one priority for me is optimizing learning to become a better business owner. Number two is the communication skills. I want to become a better public speaker, I want to be, be a better communicator. I want to be a better leader. And this has really helped me with my communication skills. And I feel like I'm already a lot better on the mic in this episode than I was in those first couple episodes. And I know if I continue to do this and continue to try to get better, that episode 100 is going to be better than this episode. Um, another thing is that it's helping me to develop a network and help me to be seen as an authority in this space. And I've been able to appear on podcasts that I've listened to and admired for years now and now I'm going to be 
I've been on a guest on them or I'm going to be a guest on those podcasts. So I'm able to develop a network where if this doesn't work out specifically, I might have products or services in the future where this network can help me to grow it and make it a bigger brand. So whatever it is that you're taking on in your life right now, whether it's something you've been doing for a while or something new that you're starting, I highly recommend thinking about how can you set up the game to rig the game where you're gonna win no matter what. And if it's a game that solely relies on the end result being there, it relies on you being successful in order to make it worthwhile, I would take a hard look at that thing and probably stop doing it. I would change gears and do something else or change your mindset around that thing. But figure out a way that you can rig the game so that way you win no matter what, even if that thing fails. Another thing to note is that your work capacity is going to increase with time, right? We all know this time of the year, the people that walk into their, our gym, we can pinpoint a lot of the people that are gonna fail, right? It's those people that try to take on too much too soon. They're all gung-ho with the new year, new year's resolutions, but they take on too much too soon. It doesn't. It's not sustainable based on their schedule. Their body can't handle it. They might end up injured and eventually they just fall off a cliff and you don't see those people again. Right. Whereas the flip side, if we can start slow and be gradual with it, what's going to happen is our work capacity is going to increase with time. And most of us think about work capacity from a physical perspective of, of being able to lift more weight or do more work in a, a AMRAP or something like that. But I believe that's true from a mental perspective as well. I think there's knowledge that we gain. I think there's skills that we gain. I think there's efficiencies that we gain from a knowledge standpoint that allows us to have a greater work capacity in our businesses that we didn't have years ago. And it, it's really important that we ramp up slowly with these things. We do actions that are meaningful, but sustainable. So that way we can do them for a while and build on them because our capacity is gonna increase in, over time. And what feels hard today won't feel hard months from now. And at that point, you'll be able to add. But if you try to add that thing right away from day one, it's likely gonna be unsustainable for you. Okay, and here's the really fun part with this that I wanna wrap up with is that if you can find a way to get by with this, okay, if you can find a way to get by from a financial perspective, okay, it doesn't matter if you're a coach or an owner, if what you're doing today is paying you enough money to get by and live a decent lifestyle, maybe you're not your long-term ideal lifestyle, but a decent lifestyle, and you're putting in the actions to ignite this compound effect, then you're in the sweet spot. You get to live the life you wanna live and at the same time, you're growing your future that you don't even know what's possible, right? We already established that these small percentage increases can make massive differences in the long term. But if we're in that sweet spot right now where we're not living paycheck to paycheck and we can continue to grow ourselves and our businesses around us and our careers around us, then man, the sky is the limit for us and we no longer have to to worry about what tomorrow holds for us because we're in that sweet spot. We're not living paycheck to paycheck, but that compound effect has started and it's only a matter of time before big things are coming our way. Okay, so keep this idea of the compound effect top of mind when you guys are working hard, when you feel like you've gone backwards at times. And as long as the numbers are moving in the right direction long term, then stick with that process, enjoy the process, and enjoy the fruits of that compound effect.
Hey guys, this is Andrew again. Thank you for listening to the Seven Figure Box podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would greatly appreciate it if you could leave us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you're listening. We're on a mission to help box owners around the world create their dream gyms, whether that means building a seven-figure gym or simply creating a gym that they love showing up to each day. So please leave us a review and share this episode with a fellow coach or gym owner that could benefit from this information.